is week two, Johnny. Week two. After a strong, strong week one. It was a good I'm week your, one. It was. I am your host, Sully. Please like, subscribe. And this is the co-host, the Australian Wanda. Palma. Dan as we learned yesterday. Or yesterday, last week. John Rob. <laughs> Like Man, what a good week of football! It was a it was an interesting week. It was uh, a low scoring affair. I saw somewhere online, I can't remember. I think it might have been the Ringer, or someone was saying that it was the uh, one of the like lowest scoring uh, weekends of football, um, or second lowest in like the last thirty years. It felt like preseason. Yeah, it did. Some it interesting, sloppy. Sloppy. some uh, interesting takeaways to come out of it. So scoring stats, everything was down for the weekend. So road teams. Uh, were twelve and four against the spread. Favorites were seven and nine against the spread, forty three percent. Home dogs were one and four. Home favorites were three and eight. What was going on? And uh, yeah, offenses were bad, like under twelve, uh, twelve to four. So like, um, there were also nine teams that didn't play their quarterbacks in the preseasons, and those teams were two and seven against the spread in the first half. So it was like preseason. It was. It took a while for all the teams to get going. Um, and it really felt like that. Only like every game. So unders were 12 and four. Only yeah. four games went over their implied total. Now, let me ask and, you a question, John. Do you yep. think do you think that this week is a drastic improvement or do you think it's just a small step up in increase in offensive efficiencies? Or do you still think it's going to be a defensive game? Or defensive yes, battle, it's, funny, say this it's funny you say that because the natural inclination in my mind is to always whatever the week one was, week two is the inverse of week the, one. The exact, yeah, it's bizarro world, right? In the yeah, NFL. it's always bizarro world. It, like we will expect everything to go up. I'm I'm sure of it. Um, but how the, up? You know, how like, up? Well, this is the thing. If for all of the weeks that we're going to be talking about, the all eighteen regular season weeks, like week two, kind of seems like the one that I might like take a backseat on a little bit, stay away from a little bit, unless you feel super, super confident that there's like an angle that you can attack or you know take advantage of, which we'll talk about. We'll still talk about, yep. but uh, I'm going to temper some expectations. That's for sure. What about you, man? What do you? What is? What was your takeaway from the weekend? Hmm. Outside of Burrow getting the smackdown on him, his yeah, worst game ever. I, that's I was I was trying to avoid talking about the Bengals. Like my yes, heart, I, my heart, uh, it, it it hurt. Hey man, hurt. Seahawks were no better. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it was it was just awesome watching a full slate of football. Once mm. Red Zone clicked on, that mm. was just incredible. That was incredible. I, honestly, I think there was a lot of rising stars that you could really see how they're going to impact their teams. Um, I got a fair, fairly good. Uh, I feel like there's a start of a backbone for my season and how I'm viewing players. Now, I never overreact. I'm not an overreactor. You, you know? say that, but you did bet on the Jets, man. <laughs> and what you, know my, you know my rule. You know, I'm wearing an MGM hat. Uh, the Jets may have invested interest in MGM. <laughs> they might. I. They might. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. I have no idea. Um, but uh, yeah, I did. I. You know, whatever. It was poor Jets know. fans, man. My heart goes out to you. I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel bad. You know. No. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. I feel bad for the Jets. I like. But mm. I don't feel bad for myself because it's not like. It's not like I lost a house, you know, I didn't, there was yeah. nothing really substantial, yeah, yeah, in there. you know, but, uh, I wanted a good game out of Garrett Wilson. 
I did just for the sake of having to watch Garrett Wilson have a good game. And then after, mm. you know, when, when Aaron, Aaron said, I'm sorry, kid, that made me, that made me so sad for Garrett because I know yeah. that Garrett Wilson's going, man, not this shit again. Was my fucking season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do, do the jets, do, do the jets bring in another quarterback or is Zach Wilson, the guy. No, they they have to bring in someone. This is the this is their window. The question is who. I've heard some really awesome ideas floated around. So I think the the one that makes the most sense is bringing probably in Matt Ryan. And the reason I say that is because you know he, after he got done dirty in the broadcast booth over the weekend by his co commentator, Slade. Um, some, some people have actually floated the idea of, uh, the, the trading with the Vikings for Kirk Cousins to come in, which would be a bit spicy. I want want to set Jameis free, man. They've got to set Jameis free. (laughs) John. I know you cannot cannot tell me that Jameis Winston's the answer for the Jets to go to the Super Bowl. You just can't say starting caliber quarterback. (laughs) He is, he is, he's definitely, but not on a Super Bowl caliber roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's take a look at this Thursday. No, no. But hold on. What did we do right? What did we do right last week? There was a bunch. I tried to make some edits on videos. I could only get through the quarterbacks that we you hit on. Crushed it, dude. I don't even know what yeah. we. I don't even know what our our final record was, but I know that I was pretty darn close to hundred percent. We uh, we were all over the Jags. Basically, the the novice play was to just attack the rookie quarterback teams, and that's yeah. that's what sort of won you. Outside of Lamar not playing too well, um, but the Jags they they performed really well for us. Calvin Ridley was as I expected. Lawrence was good. Travis Etienne made me a lot of money. He hit on all of his props. Even Tank uh, hit on pretty much all of his props as well. The only one who didn't was Christian Kirk. Um, but outside of that, they were a very profitable team. The Bucks were a really sharp play. Like a lot of people were on the Vikings going to be a good team. I did not think so. I thought I did not put it past Baker and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin to come in and and lay it on the Vikings defense, who doesn't look like they're too much better than they were last year. Agreed. Agreed. They don't. They don't look very good. And that game was, you know, that was tough to watch. I didn't watch. Yeah. Much of it. Um. How about the Dolphins and Chargers just massacring each other? Just like That's you right. and the entire world thought that yeah. game was a shootout. Yeah. There were points galore, and you know, I've got a, I've got a futures ticket on Tua for forty plus touchdowns, which I don't mind. Good. Yeah. He's... Anybody, anybody who took Tyreek Hill last week, that was it. I, oh, yeah. I I made that call last week too. I you know it was on the other side of the ball. You were all on the Chargers. You said Mike Williams, unfortunately, but so, but, dud. but but I'm going to go back to Mike Williams this week, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, he got injured at the towards the end of the f- second quarter, just before halftime. So why do you um, want to go back to him if he's injured? He came back in towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I think we can go back to him because I think his yards will still be down. We saw last week that so the Chargers played the Titans. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but we'll talk about it now just yeah. quickly. Chargers play the Titans, um, who just played Derek Carr, who was able to throw a plenty of deep bombs to Rashid Shahid. I see that sort of happening again, and because of Mike Williams' injury and going under, his lines aren't gonna. I don't think they'll go up too much, so they should stay where they are. He was looking really, really good out there. That that was definitely an exposing of the safeties right. of uh, of Tennessee. So right. I think I think you're right. I think they're going to take a couple shots. Anyway, we got Thursday. Well, hold on, Puka Nakua. Okay, yeah, go go on, go off. Just let me go have on. my moment, man. Just, Just let me. Yeah. We're going to have my moment. Just let me go off for a second. Yeah, let me clip this. Puka Nakua 
If you invested early in fantasy to Puka Nakua, if you took him in Dynasty, you should be excited. You should be really excited. When Matt Stafford has hard eyes for somebody, yeah. he doesn't stop having hard eyes for them. Cooper Cup, Triple Crown, why? Why did... there's There are tons of wide receivers that are worthy of Triple Crown, mm -hmm. you know? Stafford but looked why? good against the Seahawks. Like, he was just dunking all over the defense. He looked... He looked like vintage Matt Stafford. That was probably one of the better games I've ever seen him played. And like, who, who to be fair, like McVay just, Sean McVay just coached a really, really good game. He did. He did. I just love those hard eyes so much. And you know what? Yeah. I saw it coming from a mile away. So if you followed the show last week, you would have made some good money if you uh, if you followed our picks, especially yeah. Nick Chubb as well. John. The other ones you would have made, you would have like heard from. So I sort of faded Justin Fields a lot. I didn't, I needed to see it, even though he did go over his passing mm -hmm. yardage, which was good. We needed it, and his pass attempts, which we were on. But rushing was um, just on the line, but just under. Fading to Sean Watson was a good call. Uh -huh. We were right on that. Uh, Burrow couldn't get it done. Dak, Dak was an interesting one because I was on his overs, but. Because of the game script, the with all the defensive scoring and the uh, special team scoring, it just sort of it completely flipped that game on its head. Uh, and Anthony Richardson overs was a good call as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did well. We did really well. And hopefully, we do well again for you this week. Everybody uh, had some great uh, feedback from from last week's show. Anyway, so let's carry it on and let's keep this torch rolling. And uh, I can't. I just we're good, John. You and I we're good. I don't you know. You and I we're good. We're good. We're good. I mean, like, we're good. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we're good. But like, no, we're we're fucking good. Like, we like. We, I mean, uh, coming coming out of last season over eighty percent, and then starting this mm. season over eighty percent. That's come on, come on. You let's know? make some content. Yeah, let's let's make some content and let's help some people make some money. So um, Thursday night. I, I, I want to talk quickly about the Thursday night game. Um, I'm interested in it. So Vikings are going to uh, Philadelphia. Okay. I think so. The line opened at Philly minus seven and a half. That got that's been bet down so far to six and a half, which I think is a pretty significant line movement. If you ask yeah, me, there's some big money. Um, there's some big coming money. On the Vikings. Uh, no, on uh, yes, coming in on the Vikings. Yes. So a couple uh, of angles that I want to attack here. Um, if you watch Jalen Hurts last week against the Patriots, his uh, designed rushes were down. Uh, we talked about Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson. They, all of them didn't have too many designed rushes, which is what you kind of need for fantasy. His rushing line last week was 40 and a half, and he didn't get it. His rushing line this week is 45 and a half. I need to see, without Shane Steichen there, is this a different sort of regime? Are they trying to protect Jalen Hurts? There was also a lot of, if you, if you actually watch him rush, in years gone by, he would be breaking tackles. He'd be duking dudes out on the other side of the ball. Oh, but he didn't. Person. As soon as he got hit uh, on the weekend, he just went down. So I don't know if it was the weather or the environment, hostile environment there in New England. But I'm kind of looking at this under 45 and a half. He, he was not consistent at all last year as well when it came to overs and unders for his rushing props. So that is one angle I'm slightly looking at. Also, the other one is... His passing yardage was 240 last week. It's at 250 at the moment. You can get it for. He didn't hit that either. Um, if this game script is going to be Eagles minus seven, I think it implies that they're going to be out in front for the most part. And then I don't think he's going to need to rely too much on his uh, passing ability. So I don't think so either. It's a great game for the running backs. 
Yeah, well, and then on that side of the ball, do we know what the status of Kenneth Gainwell is? Because he hasn't been practicing. No, he hasn't been practicing, but I do think this is a DeAndre Swift game. Yeah, so do I. I think that they are going to get him way more involved this week. Uh, Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch. That was That's one of my biggest L's so far this season. Okay, is John, Rashad I'm going to throw the first prop pick out right now. Yeah, go for it, please. And we're going to tag this down. Good, good feedback that we should be adding these in in these tags. Um, DeAndre Swift, longest rush over 10 and a half. Book it. Longest rush over 10 and a half. I think that that's not too bad. Look at this Vikings. Uh, the Vikings team, the Vikings defense, they were not too much of a problem. I mean, they were matched up against what? Rashad White and... Um, Rashad White looked good. He looked okay. Sean Tucker was the other one I was thinking. I thought Sean Tucker was the one who looked he, he really did. He, good. They, they both they both looked good. Sean Tucker as a yeah, as a rookie, he looked he looked good. Yeah, it's interesting. So we don't have any lines up on Action Network yet for any rushing uh props on the Eagles side of the ball because I think that no one No, knows no, they no do. One. I'm looking at Swift right now. Oh, I man, I <laughs> Okay, maybe I should subscribe. Hey, Action Network, would you like to sponsor our show so that I can start talking about you? Right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a that's a good that's a good company to go start. Um, yeah, so they've got uh, actually no, they don't. They just have rushing a true longest rush. Longest rush is the only one, and that's Swift. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm looking everywhere. I can't see it. So I think I think they're going to wait till Kenneth Gainwell the news comes out. Yeah. Um, but either way, I still think honestly, I still think that this is a very run heavy game. Yeah. for Philly. Um, okay, take the wheel, DeAndre Swift. Over 10 and a half, longest rush. One other angle I'm looking to attack, and you may not hear me say this for the rest of the season, but I am looking at Justin Jefferson over 95 receiving yards. Again, I think that like the only reason um, Philly looked really even a little bit good against the Patriots last week was because they had that defensive touchdown to start the game, and then they were sort of more in control. But like Mac Jones played a good game. The Patriots receivers were playing... A really good game. The only one who didn't really was Keishon Boutte, who couldn't bring in either of his passes. But Hunter Henry went over all of his props. Jamari went, went over all of his props. Juju looked good. He went over his receiving props. And Kendrick Bourne was a star. He went over all of his props. So they Born, were Bourne, to- Bourne, they were they were looking at Bourne constantly. Yeah. And same with Demario. Demar- like uh he he played he played really well. Yep, exactly. And I think he might even be able to go back to Kendrick Bourne this week against Steven, the Dolphins. The receipt the receiving from Stevenson. Exactly. Um, I think that we're still caught up on the Eagles defense from last season who were blowing out all of their sort of like uh, stat averages and margins that we're used to seeing. So Addison went over all of his props. TJ Hawkinson went over his receiving props. Most of the lines are still the same from last week. You, So I think that this might be one of the only times while the money's coming down on the Vikings, I think that this might be, I'm, I'm looking Jefferson's way this one time only. I am not supporting you on this mm-hmm. journey. I'm just not doing it. Uh, something scares me about it. Now I know what yeah. it is. I know that the hostile environment. Yeah, and and Kirko. Prime time Kirk. I think he breaks the curse. I think he breaks yeah. it, this game. Yeah, and I think it's a storyline. I think the NFL they're going to go. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Uh, here's his stats in prime time, uh, and then they're gonna put prop. They're gonna put uh, put betting odds on the screen, and everyone's gonna go like, "Oh fuck, Kirk Cousins sucks." Uh, let's bet against him. And then Kirk Cousins is gonna come out wearing fucking chains, and uh, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get on the airplane and he's gonna dance his fucking ass off. Um, but no, I think honestly, I think Kirk's 
Kirk's going to have a pretty good game. Um, but I'm, but I'm, I'm weary. I'm weary on the shadowing. I'm weary on the following Justin Jefferson around the field. I think they're going to try, try and stop him any way that they possibly can. And I think double coverage is inevitable. It always is with him. <sighs> Darius Slay. But it doesn't matter. Like, this is the thing with Jefferson and Tyree Kill and all these guys. Elite receivers are elite. Like, Jefferson they had are, they are elite, but, uh, half but, last season. Elite, elite corners are elite too, right? And, uh, hmm. And yeah, if you go back, I don't know. Do you have handy uh, the 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 Patriots game? Yep. Okay. So, what was the highest receiving? Like it was it was Kendrick Bourne, right? Yeah, Kendrick Bourne had a day, man. Two touchdowns. Um, let me just bring this line up quickly. Yeah, Kendrick Bourne, six of eleven for sixty-four yards and two touchdowns. To Mario Douglas, four catches, forty yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, four catches, 33 yards. One thing I will say, though, is Mac Jones had 54 passing attempts and 35 completions. That and kind of sustainability I don't see continuing. Yes, yeah, so that's a lot of throwing. That's a yeah. lot of throwing. And he was trying to throw the ball deep, too. So right. I, I don't, I, like, I don't, I'm not familiar with the target map on the field with what, you know, where, where he was targeting the most. I probably short yardage. But um, there's something that really scares me like Justin Jefferson, I like his receptions, but his yardage, I just don't think they're going to let him go out to the island out there with Slay and somebody else. And I don't think they're going to try a lot, a lot of deep throws with him. I just don't. I There's something in my gut, and it just tells okay. me, like, stay away from Jets. But I, 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 could, think- be, I could get burned. Like, that's the type of guy that could burn you 200 yards. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, here's the other, just the final angle I'm looking at. So, and I think this is what the Sharps are looking at as well. So, Kirk Cousins' prop lines at the moment, uh, 260 passing yards, 37 and a half passing attempts, and 24 and a half passing completions. That's four and a half completions. Way up. They're way up from last week. They're way up from what he's usually produced, but he does, he goes way over. Like, even last week against the Bucs, I think he was in the the 40s for attempts. No, uh, yeah, 44. Um, passing attempts last week. And I think with all the money coming in, like they're going to go somewhere and Je- Jefferson can catch him. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling I it. I totally we'll, agree. We'll you go we'll with see. it. You go with it. Uh, I do like the receptions, but if I, if I'm taking a receiver in this one, I think I'm taking Addison over three and a half receptions. Yeah, that's fair. That's I think that's a good call as well. You yeah. could probably even look TJ Hawkinson's way, although I think he has He's to got catch five. Five, five flat. Yeah. Five flat. Addison, three and a half. No. Addison, over three and a half receptions. Addison, I like Thursday. Alexander Madison, I What's do not name? like. Stay away. Yeah. No, I oh no, no rushing. Not here. <laughs> he's he's not good. I don't know why people like him. Uh I lion share. I would like to see Tyler Chandler take over that backfield, though, to be honest with you. He's oh, I'd like to see them bring in Kareem Hunt or something like that. Anyway, let's get to the slate. So that's just a little bit on Thursday night football. It should be a really good game. Look, it's even just gone down to six now. I'm telling you, man, the money is coming in on the Vikings. Yep, I agree. Okay, let's move and the on. And over, over-under is going up. 49 and a half. It was at 49. Yep. There's going to yep. be points to be had. I think so. I, I think let's talk about the price of it. What, what uh, angles are you looking at? So I'm looking at um, Football Outsiders DVOA, which is going to be a bit all over the shop at the moment. So DVOA is defense adjusted value over average. And it basically looks at... Put like, her on the board, bud. Who was the best teams? Oh, you want me to put it up? Um, yeah, okay. I could probably do that. I'm on uh, FTN Fantasy is where I found it today. <laughs> You're just on some 
adult site. Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> is a funny name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we, obviously we can see from week one, these were the best teams. The Cowboys, the Jags, the Browns, Packers, 49ers, Ravens, and so on. It's interesting to see the Dolphins up there because if you look at the worst teams, which were the Giants, the Bengals, Steelers, the Bears, Colts, Chargers is an interesting one there, and then, of course, Texans, Titans, Seahawks are all there. Can, can, you, so, repeat, can you repeat again what this is for? So this is basically looking at um, – it, it takes the uh, expectation of what the defense has played and the offenses and then kind of creates a score for them. So it, it sort of helps it look like who are the best sort of like power rankings – if that helps. So if we actually, yeah, so that that's actually overall, if we actually adjust this by defense, which is, well, like I was saying, it's going to be incredibly skewed, but we can see the worst teams were the Chargers and the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Bears. But we know why, like, and this is what I was saying, the Chargers and the Dolphins, man, they just massacre each other. Yeah. That's why they're going to be here. Some of the best teams. So these are the teams that I'd be avoiding. Any matchups. So the matchups this week against the Cowboys. Uh, I think the Browns look good. Um, I think the Jags will change. They play the Chiefs, so that'll come down. 49ers play the Rams. That'll probably stick around there as well. So I like to sort of go down and look at these teams. So uh, Dolphins, who are matched up against the Patriots, is an angle I'm looking at attacking. The Seahawks, who are playing Detroit, I'm looking at the Lions here. Um, Especially, we don't know the status of the Seahawks' uh, two tackles who we lost on the weekend, which was Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas. They might be back, but I'm not sure. I do like this Chiefs angle with the Jags. I wouldn't mind going back to the world with the Jags. Um, and then let, let's look at the Bears. I think you're starting in a good place. So yep. the Chicago Bears this weekend up against yep. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, um, there's a couple plays that I really like here, but uh, I'm going to ask you to name a position for me. Yeah, let's go. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Let's name all the positions. <laughs> I wouldn't mind looking at the quarterbacks, to be honest. Okay, we can look at fields. Um, I like him for the actual receiving totals or the the the, the passing yards. Mm-hmm. What's he at? Two sixty or something like that. So passing yards, we're looking at one hundred and seventy five for Justin Fields <laughs> and for Baker. <laughs> That's going over. Justin Fields over one seventy five point five. That's less than it was last week against the Packers, and he That's smashed it. That's insane. And then and then. I think you can couple that with both the running back and you can couple that with um, with the number one WR and DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. And I would take I would you take the, the, yard, back game the, for the yardage totals on both of them. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, know what they are. I don't know what they are. But Khalil Herbert, I would take over 10. I, I, I don't I'm not sure what it is. I'm going to look right now, actually, so that I, I can give appropriate advice. Yeah. So DJ Moore last week was 50 yards and three and a half receptions. Um, and he did not hit those. He had a bad game. But Cole Komet hit his of 25 and a half and two and a half receptions. He got over. Um, and so did Donnell Mooney actually had a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But uh, DJ Moore is at 43 and a half. So let me take the over on DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore over 43 and a half receiving yards. And then mm-hmm. if Khalil Herbert comes in here at uh, nine and a half or 10, I would take the over on Khalil Herbert as well. Right on. I don't mind those. Although we did see a bit of Roshan Johnson in garbage time. Uh, garbage last time. time. He looks garbage. good. Yeah. He but they might good. Have like, He's a rookie. Let's try him out now. See yeah. what he can do. Just get the whistle. I didn't away. mind that. Now on, I just want to stay on this game quickly because on the other side of the ball, Mike Evans is getting 50 and a half receiving yards at the moment. I'm I'm looking Mike Evans' way. I think that this Baker to uh, Evans stack would not be not bad. So he had 66 receiving yards last week against the Vikings. 
the Bears defense is, like I said on last week's show, I don't see them being that much improved. The Packers, so Dubs had 26 receiving yards. Darren Reed had 48 receiving yards. Uh, and Musgrave had 50 receiving yards. But it was the age, it was the Aaron Jones show for the most part, I think. 86 receiving yards. I think that this is an angle that we can tack where the Bears are going to uh, Tampa Bay to play as well. Um, I And at, what was it? What did I say? 50? It was 60 last week and he, he hit it. So yeah, it feels more short yardage for me. Um, I, who's their WR3? Is it Trey but, Palmer? Yeah, it's Trey Palmer. But he was like looking long to Evans quite often in the game yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, he's going to try think. it. He's going to try it at least two, three times in the game. So, I mean, yeah, I so. 50, 50 yards. If he catches one of those for 35, you're you're in good shape. Which I think um, Justin Fields is at 60 and a half rushing yards no, as well now. Nope, see you later. Last week, they had they played two designed rushes for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Everything else was scrambles. I wouldn't mind betting under 60 and a half if I'm being honest. Yeah, the only thing is those scrambles scare the shit out of me, John. Um yeah. and they 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 do. Like it, and that's yep. the thing. Is he's the type of game breaker that if he sees an opening, he'll take it and he'll rush and he could rush for 60 in one shot. Um, for sure. So those those types of unders they they just they 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 scare me. And those types of overs they scare me. Like I just stay away from them. It's the smart it, to me it's a smarter play to just look the other way for sure. Yes. Okay. So that game was good. Um, now that gives you, I mean, I'm not going to take Khalil Herbert as my running back choice, um, but DJ Moore, I'm taking that as a receiver choice. Yep. That's a, the 40, 43 and a half. Is that what I said? Yes. Yeah. He's come way down on the back of last week. So, but these, the Bucks defense is still really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They, they are. I just, that's not that's not a lot of yards for a guy as talented as he is, and you could see the connection starting to brew. You could mm. see it. You could you could see it. He was looking his way often. It's just the Bears had a really hard time against the Packers and right. Alexander. Like DJ Moore was playing against one of the league's best corners. Yeah, so that is true. What are you what are you gonna do? Like off the line, your feet get all tangled up because, like honestly, Alexander's that good. Mm. He will make you look dumb, and he did. He made him look dumb. He doesn't have that challenge this week so for me in the preseason there was one i I, I don't know if more took it to the house i can't remember but it was a pass that was like right on the line of scrimmage and the and that's the type of thing that more can do to you is uh you're the second that he realizes that 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 corner's easing off of him and stepping back potentially into zone if fields and him are on the same page that that could be just a menace. It could be a right. menace all game long. And so, I mean, even with more, I would probably take the completions over if it's three and a half, because I do think that they're going to, this is going to be a big part of the game script. I feel in that game. Anyway, that's, I, I like DJ Moore all around the board. Love it, man. I want to move now to next game. So I did talk, I want to talk about this um, Monday night football double header. And we've got the saints going to the Panthers and then the Browns going to the Steelers. I'm on this oh, ugly. Uh, game, it's the slightly earlier game. Um, here's one player that I'm really looking at. Derek Carr to Devontae Adams last season was a huge, huge link up. I think that they probably, I think they led the league in uh, deep passes of like 20 or more y- yards downfield. Mm-hmm. And they were hitting on a lot of them. 
Now, Derek Carr, who also at one point had Henry Ruggs throwing to and other like various players downfield in the season, as he's gotten better as a quarterback over the years, he's become more confident in throwing downfield. I was watching a great clip on uh, the internet last, I think it was yesterday, um, which I tweeted out, which was Derek Carr linking up with, with Rashid Shahid with the game on the line. He was like, just said, just freaking run, man. Yeah. Yeah, freaking talking to run. his quarterback coach, he's like, give me a shot. Give me one more shot to Rashid Shahid uh, for a deep bomb. So this is the way I'm looking. So Shahid had, he's probably the, he's what, the wide receiver three on the team. You can maybe make a case he's wide receiver two, depending on how you feel about Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Chris Alave against the Titan, uh, yeah, the Titans last weekend, 112 receiving yards. Michael Thomas, 61 receiving yards. Rashid Shahid, 89 receiving yards. That's a lot of, that's a lot of receiving yards. That's that, a I, does lot. that tell you more about the Saints or does it tell you more about the Titans? Tells me a lot about the Titans, which, as I mentioned at the start of the show, who play the Chargers this week. I like Mike Williams for a big bounce back game. Um, and I like Rashid Shahid in this game. So they're going to be playing the Panthers, who we don't actually really know anything about because they played the Falcons on the weekend, who just refused to throw <laughs> to their Steaming top. hot pile of garbage. They will run the ball into obliteration. So uh-huh. I think we're going to learn a bit more about the um, Panthers uh, this week. I think I heard, didn't I hear that JC Horn as well might have gotten injured? He was out of the game last weekend. I don't know. I don't know what his status is. So check on that. But a longest uh, completion to Rashid Jaheed, I really like. What is I it? Is really it like, at 20? Uh, the problem is that this is Monday Night Football. So we probably won't right. know till later. It's got to be last around 19 week, and a half. Yeah. Like, look, the lines were big last week, but all these Saints receivers hit him. Alave had 70 yards. Thomas had 60 yards. And Shahid had 60 yards. What were the longest? Uh, okay. Alave's long was 45. Shahid's long was 41. Michael yeah. Thomas's long was 25. Yo, Juwan yeah. Johnson's long was 27. Yeah. I mean, he was, Carr was hucking him. They're torching them. How but they I think, them? but I think How that was part of the game script. Points. I think that that I think that that's part of the game script. And do I think that that game script repeats itself on Monday night? I don't think so. But mm. I do. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Prime time. Then you I, I like in that in that game. To be honest with you, I like I like the running back. I like uh, I like what Jamal uh, Williams. Jamal Williams. Yeah. Really, I don't think he looked good last weekend. Though. No, he didn't look good. But it's game script. I, right. I like I like them. I like them to trudge through. through the mud here. I like them feeding him the ball often. So his rushing his rushing attempts, if they're yeah. at like eleven or ten and a half, like that would be. I would I would probably take that. They were at seventeen and a half last weekend, and yeah. he had eighteen carries. He had eighteen. So it's going to be high again. Yeah. Oh man, I put him under there. He basically didn't hit on any of these props though. No, he didn't he didn't get the yardage. He's going to get the yardage yeah. this game. But I mean, what it depends what the yardage comes in at. If the yardage comes in at 40, like give that to me. But Yeah. Um Yeah, I think it'll be down. No, it's a good one. So yeah, I'm looking at these Saints receivers, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling good about them. I think he, like the lines are high, but I think that um they will do well in primetime Monday night football. I'll give you that. Game 1. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, tight end. I'm going to go back to the well in which I, I, I visited last week. I'm going to go back to Musgrave, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take him for three receptions. He was great. He was he great. Was great uh, he, he, looked, he looked great. The separation that he was creating. Jordan Love missed him on a deep uh, shot yeah. that would have been a touchdown. Would yeah. have been a touchdown if Love had a little more finesse on that ball. He, it was just a rush throw. And uh, watching Musgrave run down the field and scorch scorch the the dbs 
Yeah. Did you see him on his uh, longest reception? So he had a 37-yard bomb, and you could see he he ran uh, the post down the line. He -hmm. turned around at at 37 yards, had the ball coming to him, and he just had this look on his face of like, oh, my God, I need to catch this. He caught it and then just like instantly just hit the ground, even though there was like no big on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was just like, I cannot drop this ball. He was so focused. He was so locked in. I, yeah. he's, he's looking he's looking like a stud and I think uh against the Falcons um it's going to be that way. I think that game's going to be pretty sloppy to be honest with you. The over under is 40 and a half. It's Packers uh, minus 1 at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know where I would go with that. I think it, it obviously watching yeah. what happened to the Bears last week uh by tempting by tempting the the secondary of the Packers, which is yeah. no joke. That secondary yeah. is no joke. Uh, I, I, if you're Atlanta, I don't think you're Drake London is going to have another dud. He's going to have another dud. You think he's going to put up another zero? zero. Or not a zero, zero but like, yeah, but, but it's not, it, it, it it's not going to be what everybody wants Drake yeah. London to put up. I'll put it that way. The Bichon, yeah. I think I take, I take some receiving totals from Bijan. I think that's, that's in the realm. That's definitely in the realm. I keep, keep the ball away from the secondary. Keep the ball short. Like if Bijan has two two receptions, two and a half receptions, I, I it's I don't think the line's up right now. It's definitely mm. not. But if it's two and a half receptions, I would probably go Bijan on two and a half receptions. Yeah, I mean he had six catches last week, so mm-hmm. um, it'll be if three. I don't. More... It's not gonna be more than three. It won't be. Yeah. Um, my only th- approach to this game though is so Jordan Love threw the ball fifteen times for two hundred and forty five passing yards, which is not bad. We know that the Falcons, they want to run the ball and control the clock and then control the game. But if Jordan Love is able to play as well as he did last week, this game could get out of hand quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where I see that the Falcons will probably need to turn it up. Now, they had a pretty favorable matchup against the Panthers and Bryce Young's first game last week. So they were able to control the game through the run. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this game sort of starts to get out early and the Packers do score, which forces the Falcons to score or to change their game strip, perhaps. But you never know. Arthur Smith you is stubborn. He might not. He might not abandon the run, even if they're down by two touchdowns. I don't think he will, and, yeah. and I don't think he will. But I do think that the Atlanta defense will will hang there with with the uh, with the pack. Um, I don't. I don't imagine Love's going to have the game he did last game. I think it'll mm. be decent. Mm. But uh, yeah, with with the reports out that Romeo Dobbs may not play, um, is that right? Is Christian Watson going to play? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm mm. not sure. Well, I still, I still, I still like the short, com- the completions. Aaron oh, Jones, I think, will have Jones. a good game. He'll have a good is game. He, is he going to play? He, oh, did you see? Oh, he, yeah. tweaked his, he tweaked his hamstring on his long touchdown run. I'm just going to check on his status real quick. So from two hours ago, oh, yeah, he ran, he ran straight into the locker room, didn't he? Yeah. They like all followed uh, him down the hall. Aaron Jones did not practice today. So that, well, that might be just that's why the line is so close. That might be maintenance. That could be the case. Christian Watson from five hours ago, he did not practice as yeah. well. Holy crap. And then Dubs is limited, but he's like way down on the depth chart here. So ooh, they got a few injuries that I didn't consider. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. And I, I, yeah, I'll give you a chance to retract your, uh, your, uh, your guest. <laughs> oh, you don't need to. I can just edit out later. Edit myself to say whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You could. Yeah, you're the guy who edits this. Just yeah, nah, <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, Falcons in that game, Musgrave 
and uh, and I like Bijan over two and a half receptions. If the if yeah. it goes to three on a flat, I would still take that. Yeah, there is one more game that I want to attack. If that's okay, um, a few teams quickly that I'm not looking at. So the Giants will have a good bounce back game this week against the Cardinals. Who that's going to be, I have no idea. Let's hope it's a good Darren Waller game. I'd be looking at there. The Chiefs and the Jags are semi-interesting, but I think that this has got massive shootout potential all over it. It's over-under is 51 at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be the game of the week, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seahawks-Lions, I'm staying away from, um, mainly because I'm a Seahawks homer, but also um, Lions are favored minus five. I think that if you're betting plus five on the Seahawks, you're betting on Geno Smith is going to be good and we don't know the status of these linemen, as I was saying. So I think the Seahawks could really struggle in this game, even though the over-under is 47. The ball will still be in the air, though. Yeah, the ball will still be in the air. But I think that based Talking on what we saw ground. last week, this uh, this Detroit defense is well improved. Brian Branch looked amazing against Chiefs in his first game, even though he did leave the game injured. Um, last game that I want to attack, I'm, I'm looking at these Cleveland Browns. Now, did you watch... The game in full, your Bengals, last yeah. weekend? Yeah, I did. This over-under is brutal. It's 38 and a half, so Browns are traveling to That's the Steelers. such an ugly game. That's so yeah. – it's so AFC North, especially right now while the teams are sloppy. We were What, what do you want to see in that game? What do you, what do you fucking want to see in that game, John? So um, DVOA defensively has ranked – the Bill, uh, sorry, the Browns as second overall, just behind the Cowboys, whereas the Steelers uh, sitting, where are they sitting? Yeah, not too pretty. They're down at 26. So I think that this is a good opportunity for the Steelers to get a bounce back, but I'm mainly looking towards any Deshaun Watson unders. He yeah, like did not unders. look good against the Brown, the Bengals last week. So his passing yard is he he was he his line last week was two thirty five against the Bengals. They've dropped it down to two two oh five and a half for this game. Still tempted to take the under on that. Kenny Pickett is two hundred. I'm still sort of looking at yeah. Now this is obviously going to be a bit of a defensive slog fest. Rushing yards wise, Deshaun Watson they're giving him twenty five and a half rushing yards, which he did hit last week. I think he finished on thirty five or forty. Let me just jump to this game quickly. I like a Patrick Peterson interception in this game if that counts from the defensive side. Could do. Deshaun Watson had forty five five carries for forty five rushing yards. I don't mind the twenty five taking over on Deshaun Watson rushing. He's going to be running for his life again. Would you go back to the well on Nick Chubb at all? I don't like this game at all. It's a stinger. Now you're staying away. I, I, I would only enough. take defensively. I would take TJ Watt hits and assists. Um, if that number seven, I would yeah. take TJ Watt to run into Nick Chubb a couple times, and he'll also get to the quarterback at least once. And yeah, yeah, okay. My my picks on that game are purely defensive. I like an interception and yeah. uh, TJ Watt seven combined tackles and assists. Yep. Last thing I'll say as well, Dolphins at Patriots. I, I don't mind, even though the Dolphins are favored by three, I don't mind betting on some of these uh, Patriots receiving overs. I think that, um, yeah, the Dolphins' backs, They I know it was the Chargers, and obviously like Chargers' offense is very, very good, but they didn't look too good. And um, Given the Patriots did look very good against the Eagles last week, there's a few that I might look over. I think Kendrick Bourne might be a bit inflated, but Hunter Henry I think could be a good angle to attack. Yeah, or Douglas. Or Demario Douglas as well. Yeah. I would not attack Cajun Boutier at all. Stay away. No, and same with Juju. Stay, yeah. stay away yeah. from Juju. 
Uh, I'm going to go to your uh, just one quick one that we talked about before the show even started. Yeah, and I want to. I just want to put this on record. Uh, Kenneth Walker, if mm. uh, you get this, I wouldn't do it right now because the line I think I saw it at 63 and a half was the highest that I could find. Yeah, but if you wait, if you wait till right before kickoff, and Kenneth Walker's up at 66, which I think he'll get to um, somewhere around there, probably. Um, maybe just under 65. Just take the under. Take yeah. Kenneth Walker under on his rushing yards. Yeah. Is and, it 60, uh, 61 and a half at the moment I, is the best? I, the highest I saw was 63 and a half yeah. on, on underdog. But uh, take the under and uh, you're welcome. David Montgomery over 58 and a half as well. I, I actually like that because the uh, Seahawks really struggled to get pressure on the Rams last week. Their D-line, which is, it does not look much improved. The Seahawks, as the whole defense, just do not look much improved. Jameer Gibbs is also going to catch a couple balls out of the backfield. Yeah, man. I, I wanted to talk about him, but after last week, he was my lock. He let we me got down. So. We, got, we got burned. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but, uh, no. but if you had to twist my arm, I would go back to the well and I would take Jameer Gibbs for 26 and a half. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not doing it, John. All right. I'm not we'll doing see you it. Game day. <laughs> you know I'm going to do you it. Know, yeah. You know, Sunday morning we'll roll around and you'll be like, hey, John, here's my ticket. Check it out. I'm like, oh, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, hey, look, that was the story last week with Nick Chubb and you were right. I did in the end tell that. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I I told you you were going to wake up Sunday morning. You were going to go, mm-hmm. if he's mm. fucking that confident, man. He's there. You know, don't 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 step in front of a man who's on fire. Just, <laughs> you know? They look to him often, very, well, very often. In the first two drives. Yeah, and he I, was I destroyed. made that post on Instagram. I was going, come on. I was taking yeah. candy from a, a child. Actually, which totally is not easy. I have an 18-month-old at home, and taking candy from her is not easy. <laughs> so I don't know why. Why is that? Man, it's not worth that of my two-year-old. <laughs> you can have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can have it. Enjoy. Uh, all right, John, we good? All right, bud. We're good. That's it. Good slate. Hey, nervous. Good slate. A little nervous about the slate. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about this. Uh, we'll get some additional content up uh, this week as well. Uh, some in the moment on Sunday as well. I'm going to be in front of the TV. I might uh, hook up and do a little live or something. Well, who knows? That sounds good, man. I'm, I'm also thinking of doing it after the game as well. Instant yeah, react. Why, why, yeah, why, why don't we hook up for one of those uh, after the one o'clocks? See, we go. Easy for me because it's uh, in my time zone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, bud. All right, bud. Have a good one. 